to Media Plus, a podcast from the Mac Observer that looks at the world of digital media and Apple's place within it. I'm your host, Charlotte Henry, and I'm very pleased, very excited to be joined today by Kelly Gamon, the host of the Mac Observer's Daily Observations podcast. You all right? You sound very convincing in how excited that you are that I'm here. I'm again. very excited. <laughs> but I'm, I'm always excited to have you on the show, but I'm particularly excited to have you on this show because last week with Chuck Joyner, we did uh, we did WWDC preview. Mm-hmm. I've hauled you in for the aftermath. <laughs> You're here to clean I'm up I'm good the at mess. aftermath. Yeah, yeah, I'm good at aftermath. Kelly's here, here to clean up the mess. <laughs> and, uh, well, there was a lot of stuff in there. Uh, most of it is not is hugely interesting, but not relevant for this particular show. You can... Mm-hmm. Listen to Brian Chaffin and I discuss it on your show. We put out on Monday straight after the keynote. Yes. So do check that out as well. But we, if you listen to the episode Chuck and I did and the conversation we had, we were expecting maybe some, maybe some previews and some trailers, maybe a little bit at looking, you know, if we were really lucky and updated Apple TV app, a mm-hmm things that were related to the media space um, and also the media creation space. Mm-hmm. I was left a little, we had a keynote for an hour, 45 minutes, right? Let's put this into context. This was not yes. a short, sharp, pre-recorded event. It was an hour and 45 minutes long. And basically what we got was some screenshots of Ted Lasso that they use in every presentation about three seconds from Mythic Quest a couple of times, and maybe something from for all mankind just in the background. Yeah, I don't think I'm exa- like I don't that actually think I'm exaggerating. No, it felt like even like we normally get a little bit because they're showing off some sort of technology. Like, look how great this looks, or look at uh, this particular display or something, and so they show off a little bit. Like, here's a bit of a Pixar movie, or here's a bit of a cool science fiction thing because I know we're presenting to a room full of developers. Um, but that particular room has morphed over time. And I would say probably about the time the iPhone was released and Apple opened up the app store, um, this event became uh, more, there was a lot more public interest in the event. And so the event became more public. Um the in keynote, the days, not the whole of that. You mean you're talking very right, specifically this, about the keynote, aren't you? The keynote event, yeah. The keynote became an event unto itself, as everybody, um, anybody, anywhere was able to get a look at what was coming in the next version of macOS, the next version of iOS, because those have now moved to a yearly release system. Every fall, we get a new version of each, and and iPadOS. So we get these in the fall, and so the first look at them happens in early June. So developers can spend all summer making sure that everything that they have works when those releases are live. But the event, even when uh, WWDC was an in-person event primarily, and not just an in-person event, but a ticketed in-person event, um, when it was that, even then, you could still see the keynote uh, publicly streaming on like the Apple event channel or on Apple's website, you could watch it all through the yeah, week. You could if watch you it if you see. had Safari, didn't you? Basically, they, they've gradually opened yeah. it up as the years have gone <clears throat> on. And right, which is part of what we want to talk about, but I want to finish up this bit, which is Please. this has become a more a, a bigger deal every year, it seems like, because it was 
Uh, you didn't have to go to Dub Dub to see it. And then it was, um, you didn't have to be interested in Dub Dub to see it. And now, like, I guarantee that this morning, every single morning chat show has discussed what Tim Cook talked about yesterday that's coming to macOS and iOS. Um, you know, the Today Show, Good Morning America, CBS This Morning, all of them are talking about it today, which is unheard of. Uh, to someone like me who's watched them for a really long time. It's right. still weird. So, and he's probably on, Tim Cook is probably on one of those shows this morning to follow up with, you know, the charm offensive on why these things are important and yeah. what it is that matters. But uh, there were two things I noticed about this keynote that are the two things that we're going to end up talking about, which is fortuitous. Um, <laughs> first, there was almost a studious avoidance of other media. Like I was saying before, mm -hmm. like we used to get more clips of movies playing on your phone or playing your iPad or playing a cool, you know, TV show on your Mac. It was something from Pixar or something from Disney, something like that. Um, we used to get a lot of that. And there was very, very, very little of this. And it was literally in relation to Apple TV was, was the one. And then share play was the other one. And that was it. That was like the only time we ever got mention of, uh, consuming yeah. content, which is, which, which was unusual. Uh, and, and then, could, yeah. Cool. And the other thing about it was, was all of the, uh, teaming up, um, look at all the companies mm -hmm. we're working with on this. Look at all the companies we're working with on that. Look at what we are opening up to allow anyone else who wants to, to work on this and make it a thing that happens. Yes. So let's break down a couple of this. I, I just want to finish up your main point, though, because I think it's one that's very well made. Uh, you said to me off air, we got more less media in this WWDC keynote than in keynotes before Apple was in the media business. Yes. Uh, and I think you're right. And what that tells me or indicate, I think in, must indicate to us is, is Apple is now very conscious of... Uh, well, again, in that conversation, I called it a division between church and state. And that yes. seems to be what is happening. It mm -hmm. wants, you know, maybe we will get another two hour long Apple upfront event like we got when we first learned about Apple TV Plus. We will yeah. go stars coming out on stage. Maybe we'll get something like that again. Maybe mm. we'll, you know, maybe they've just decided that actually the shows are chugging along nicely they don't need to make explicit plays of it anymore enough people know about it they clearly decided that the developer audience and anyone who was interested in said event was not the place to talk about it which mm -hmm. on the face of it is fair enough you know but sort of an odd choice to me yeah. only because this is a public event because exactly you know we can also like we don't have to limit this to television like this is right. capital m apple media because we got one mention of apple music which was you can choose things from apple music for the little videos that photos put together for you i yeah, think that was the single audio. apple and spatial audio okay so there were two and that that uh spatial audio is coming to apple music mm. um and that was here but that it's was here. yeah that was it like those were the like it was mentioned but it wasn't mentioned as like Apple Music is super fantastic. We're going to spend a minute talking to you about all the things that are different about it. Now, I did see that there's a session I think about like what's new in Apple Music API, something right. like that. So there may be other ways that you can that other people could integrate Apple Music stuff with their stuff. But 
we didn't get a whole lot of that in the keynote. So that was the thing we didn't get either, which is which was also interesting from a company that has tended to feature music very prominently at all manner of events. Yeah, and uh, Andrew, our colleague Andrew Orr, has written about and that's sort of around Shazam kit. So there's the the there is the background stuff, mm-hmm. which makes complete sense in the context of a developer event. Yeah. As I say, I think your point that this is now a public event, this is not just for the developers. Mm-hmm. This keynote, this specific keynote, we're not talking about the sessions, we're not talking about the State of the Union, we're talking about this very specific two hours. Yes. Which is one of the maybe three or four occasions in the year people really pay, two or three actually, iPhone release day, yep. iPhone announcement day, iPhone release day, probably the WWDC keynote. Other like the mm-hmm. big mainstream things, yeah. my perception, where people pay attention to Apple. I would say um, we don't get one every year. We don't have anything we can sort of set a watch by, but uh, a hardware event, like yeah, the new IMAX would be a thing or something yeah. like that. But yeah, uh, iPhone release and iPhone release and DubDub are the two, the two times a year we can count on that loads of people who don't normally... Uh, spend a lot of time following Apple are going to have a little bit of Apple right. leak into their news awareness, regardless of what their allegiance is to the company. And Kelly Gamont, what it, we're recording this on June 8th. The, yeah. the keynote was June the 7th. Mm-hmm. What's happening in three weeks time, Kelly Gamont? People are going to be asked to pay for Apple TV Plus. We Indeed. assume people are about to be asked to pay for podcasts in some form via podcast subscriptions. Mm. I can understand why maybe they didn't want to make too much of a fuss about pot the podcast subscriptions rollout at the moment. Yeah. But I, I am surprised they didn't go confirm that people will have to pay for um, TV Plus in in a month's time, that that free mm-hmm. trial is event finally coming to an end. And I'm amazed that that wasn't complimented with at least one trailer. Yeah, especially especially given this exact specific instance which is you know it's going to be worth your five bucks because the next season of ted lasso is breathing down your neck and his his show is going to look like yeah um, that that i'm really was really surprised but i can understand the other stuff mm-hmm. you know i can understand that a lot of other stuff get they might not bother but i for there to be as i say to, for there Absolutely to be no nothing. mention of it Mm-hmm. Apart from in a few, you know, a couple of images in slides, essentially, yeah. was to me surprising. Mm-hmm. But let's talk but about. It make, well, it makes me wonder because it's Apple. Um, it makes me wonder if there's going to be something separate around that. If we're going to get another Showtime style event, like you mentioned before, mm-hmm. where all the stars come out, you know, we get Oprah to come out and, and shout about a billion pockets and whatever, and and then like it gets its own thing. And, you know, because that would like that was very much we talked about it at the time. Um, There was no Media Plus podcast yet, but I know you and I talked a lot at the time about the Showtime event. Mm. It's Showtime. And we talked about like, this doesn't look like like it was slightly Showtime event is kind of the reason this podcast exists. Yes, but it didn't when it happened. Exactly. Uh, but and because you and I talked about it so much, I think that was when I started going, why don't you just have a podcast where you can talk to all kinds of people yeah. about this? You can send your um, to Kelly. So it was 
like it it felt apple flavored in that tim was on stage and there was a big screen behind him and like it was a familiar venue to apple watchers but it was a media event right mm-hmm. down to the ground like let's bring this person out to talk about the thing that they're doing and let's look at a clip of this show and here's here's a piece of a show that we're working on where they've got all the special effects done so that we can show it to you you know etc cetera, etc cetera. and it was very not an apple it was not a very apple event in that way yeah 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 and we didn't get much so interesting i'm just looking i've just got the press release uh where they kind of summarized everything that was released yesterday mm-hmm. ios 50 mac os monterey etc etc yeah, we got uh, ios ipad os mac os uh ostensibly tv os and watch os are, are parts of those um exactly. and and i don't even know like i don't even know what else but that so was i'm within a whole that. lot yeah, exactly. But and within that, there's obviously a reference to SharePlay, and I, I do want to come on to that now. I do and want to talk about it. The SharePlay image is of surprise, surprise. Mythic Quest makes sense. <laughs> so that's yes. music, and then there's Mythic Quest. Fine, makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I let's was talk half about- joking when I thought they would intro something, like we would get a game demo. Well, you you heard Chuck uh, and I know. say that we wanted Ted Lasso unveiling iOS 15. So you I know. absolutely Ooh. yes. <laughs> You know, we were always going to be slightly disappointed. Um, yeah, I, I figured there would be no Ted Lasso, but I really expected that the game development company would show up at some point in a noticeable way. Sorry, thank you for reminding. We heard nothing about Apple Arcade at all. It wasn't Not even mentioned. Um, and I, I personally think that is a, as much a part of Apple's media and services offering as... Absolutely. Uh, as uh, you know, any of t- podcasts mm-hmm. of Apple Music of mm-hmm. TV pluses, again, and it's not a thing they couldn't have carved time out for because we got a whole section devoted to the new trainer that's coming to Fitness Plus, right? And, and how we're going to get Pilates workouts now. And let's not pretend that developers watching this don't want to know about games, right? Or you know, general Apple people. between the two, I would expect game dev to make the cut over fitness you would think in a room full of developers and yes i'm painting with very broad strokes yeah sorry but guys. Uh, but yeah. like yeah I, I don't know a ton of people who were who are super into fitness plus and so yeah but i also don't know a ton of people who are super into apple arcade so i don't know right. but yeah i did think it was interesting that like the two words apple arcade did not appear anywhere no. in anything i don't even think i saw them on like the slides when we get the no, little screenshots at the so end either. of all the things like no. we didn't even see it there which maybe we need to get another show on what is apple doing in gaming but one thing as i say we did hear about was SharePlay. SharePlay yes. basically is a function within facetime mm-hmm. that allows you to send share content with someone or multiple other people you are on a facetime call with Mm-hmm. And essentially watch or listen to it together. You are, it is synced up, mm-hmm. and you are listening and watch or watching the same thing at the same time. It's actually yeah. really cool. So it looks awesome. Kelly and I want to sit down and watch the next season of Ted Lasso together. We fire up a FaceTime call. We can do it. By the way, that's happening. That's, um, I'm like, now that you've said that, that's totally a thing. Um, yeah. The so, thing that I'm curious about is if the SharePlay stuff can happen in conjunction with the FaceTime link that we also saw yesterday, mm. which was Apple finally figuring out that uh, 
Zoom as a video conferencing platform was valid. And so now you can get a link and you you can schedule a FaceTime call and anybody with a web browser can join it. They don't have to have an iPhone. They don't have to have an iPad or a Mac or any Apple hardware. They can join it from a web browser. And that's awesome. Yes. So I'm not sure. My guess is not explicit, doesn't say explicitly. Um, in fact, sorry. It does say explicitly. It says SharePlay works across iPhone, iPad, and Mac. And with share playback controls, anyone in a SharePlay session can play, pause, or jump ahead. So it seems like that's the one bit of FaceTime is saying within the Apple ecosystem, which yeah. kind of makes sense. I can see why that mm-hmm. needs to be for the moment. So yeah. it was also very surprising the list of people they said were already on board with SharePlay. Yes, let's come uh, to that in yeah. a second because it hits on a bigger theme. But I like this idea of share play because Apple is clearly understanding that one of the things we have missed over the last 18 months is mm. watching, listening, doing stuff together. Now, together. they've kind of, I don't want to say missed, the, you know. I'll say it because this should have been in iOS 14. If it okay, had been in iOS it. 14, this uh, the, the FaceTime link and the share play stuff, were things I definitely wish we'd had last fall only because, or at least, you know, 14.5 or something like some sort of earlier iteration, just like how the hand wash timer came to watch OS, like well after everybody figured out how long 20 seconds was, I guess would be the fair assessment there. So like, it's cool, but I also feel a little bit like we could have used this before now because Disney Plus got it together. Plex got it together. Netflix got it together. There's like a Chrome extension that lets you do it on your computer with like a number of people depend, you know, no matter what, what thing you're trying to watch. So uh, it was, that was the thing I was sort of bummed about. I'm like, this sounds awesome. Why couldn't you have given it to me in January? Yeah. Disney Plus was on the shared watching thing pretty early on. Yeah. Um, Which is surprising for a company like Disney, which tends to really lock that stuff down yeah and also apple had the actual communication device right um so it it is slightly surprising and disappointing it has taken to this point together that doesn't mean it won't be useful it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. people won't enjoy it but i think probably six to nine months ago everyone would have appreciated it somewhat more Mm -hmm. um and yeah it's i kind of think I can understand why it is done through FaceTime because mm-hmm. that's kind of Apple's, you know, method of video phone, in-house method of phone call, video calls and phone calls, audio calls. And that's fine. That's great. It's kind of a shame it's not a function of an updated TV and music app, but that was probably too much to hope for. Yeah. Anyway. And those are the those are the sorts of things that I find are the like they're going to be the most helpful but they're going to be the most boring of the updates because it's not going to be something cool and new and awesome but it's yeah. generally when they update those like we want it to look better we want it to work better we want it to be nicer but it doesn't that's not a thing that's going to like set off a bunch of fireworks in the middle of a presentation yeah. but like something that everybody uses all the time particularly if you're an Apple Music subscriber you're in the music app on iOS a lot you're in the the music app on on Mac OS a lot and doing that and having that experience be smoother and and more useful and more interesting and not have a huge lag in the middle which happens to me more often than i'd like 
um that kind of stuff would have been really nice to see an announcement for yeah Yeah. um i'm also interested in this idea i want to test it and maybe you and i will have to do some kind of transatlantic experiment absolutely how shareplay keeps everything in sync now i have some personal experience of trying to coordinate content watching content with people so like the classic example from and where it matters that you're completely in sync so the classic example is watching football here in the uk and when the Mm -hmm. whatsapp group tells you something has happened depending on the way you're watching it either you've ruined it for your friends by telling the whatsapp group something major has happened or they're about to ruin it for you because you're watching on the dodgy stream and you're um, 90 seconds behind so Mm -hmm. watching like apple's a the success of this will be how good that syncing is. Yes, 100%. Mm. Yeah. And it, it'll be interesting to see how they can do that because uh, Apple has a worldwide content network already, yep. like with, with iCloud and all of those things, like they've got servers everywhere. They've got the networking everywhere. You know, Apple was one of the first to get into, uh, you know, strictly using content net content delivery networks for things uh, when they were streaming keynotes over a quick time on like Mac OS 8, Mac OS 9, when you had to watch everything that way. Um, making So Apple having content optimization like dialed in is a no brainer, which is one of the things I was thinking about when I was, when, when it was looking like this, like, because uh, I too had the same thought, like, can Charlotte and I watch Ted Lasso together? Because that seemed very appealing. And would be, in fact, my favorite way to watch Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering what what that was going to look like. And it never like I didn't really consider is Apple going to be able to do it because they've see, got yeah. all of the all of the scaffolding built to to hang this on already. Right. Um, but we're, we're joking about Apple TV plus content. But actually, this itu- situation gets a bit more complicated because of something else you've hinted at earlier in the show, which is. Apple is not just keeping this in-house. SharePlay is not just for Apple Music and Apple Mm -hmm. TV+. Plus. Mm -hmm. It is meant to work with Disney+, Plus, ESPN+, HBO Max, Hulu, Masterclass, Paramount, Pluto TV, TikTok, which is intriguing, and (laughs) Twitch. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing I wonder about is if this is why Netflix isn't on the list. Yes. Because you you and I, you and I will have a terrible time finding something that's available for both of us to watch. Very good point. Although a a number, two or three of those things that I've just mentioned are not available in the UK. But anyway, a number of those services are not available. So I'm not sure it's that. I think you will have noticed from that list I just read out, dear listener, that there are two rather notable exceptions to it. They are, of course, Netflix and Amazon Prime Video. Neither of them are, as far as we're aware, and I suspect it would have made quite a big deal of if we, if it were the case, mm-hmm. they are not part of SharePlay as yet right. at the as time of, of recording right. this show, which is interesting, um, although perhaps not surprising. Um, but it's also interesting that Apple is increasingly playing nice with third parties, not just with media, but with all sorts of things. But let's keep it on media now. Apple hasn't gone since it's since Apple TV Plus has grown. Apple has not gone 
Apple has put the TV app on more places that are not owned by Apple. Therefore, mm-hmm. it has put its content on more places that are not owned by Apple. And it is now letting, using its, we, you know, share players presumably built on some, is on an API and other Apple developed technology. Yeah. And Apple is allowing access to that from third parties that one might consider right, significant rivals. Yes. Uh, and that's, that was something we saw a lot yesterday, I think, was um, here's the list of people we're working with. Here's the list of uh, others who can do this. Uh, he, we've opened up this thing, whatever it may be. Uh, we've opened up this thing. Uh, this is one of the intriguing ones, the share play thing mm. um, that anyone that that anyone who is so inclined can go and use mm. uh, is a thing that is that's interesting to me. And also wallet for as much as Apple touts the security and the the no, really, you can put your credit card there. It's fine. And all of that that goes into Apple Play and like the stuff that you can put in wallet. Um, having wallet now be able to hold uh, your identification, which is the yeah. whole reason most people carry around an actual wallet, even still, is like a driver's license slash ID and uh, keys and the house key and the the like work prox card key. Yeah, I, I think things that- are like anyone that wants to can can come build a key yeah, that but- works in our system, which was also a really interesting thing. It was it was interesting, but I think it's different i think there there is a different when apple's doing it in the media space in this mm-hmm. space apple is allowing as i say direct competitors onto its lawn so i think that is yes. a diff- i think that is different i think i it think is. there is a whole story we can t- t- to be told about apple for reasons we can put speculate on becoming a little bit more open to third parties in some ways mm-hmm. um but i think in this context as I say, it's the idea of Apple allowing its key rivals, you know, some companies it works with, like, you know, Apple and Disney obviously have a good, for obvious reasons, have a long-standing, decent yes. relationship. They're very but friendly, yes. Tim Cooks loves sports, so high ESPN+. Plus. Exactly. But it's, it is interesting that Apple is providing space for its newest technologies for some key rivals. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be interested to see if that list expands. Are we As will I. It'll be very... Mm. I think it'll be very interesting to see how that list evolves, if like, it evolves at all. Are we going to see Netflix and Amazon Prime Video come mm-hmm. to that? Um, are we going to see, you know... I feel like is Spotify going to be able to use it alongside Apple Music? Yeah. Um, Amazon tends to get there eventually. Like, it always just feels like Apple and like I don't know what it is, but it it always does happen. Like, eventually we got Prime Video on Apple TV. Eventually we got, uh, you know, Prime Video as an iOS app that you could, you know, so you could watch it on your phone or on your iPad. Um, eventually, like all of those things mm. eventually happen. And so I think it's probably just another matter of. Once you know, Jeff Bezos know. gets back from space, we'll talk about it. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's really just, I don't know if it's just, you know, a couple of legal teams who can't come to a decision or what, but whatever it is, um, it can so your prediction to, like, is that we will get can, Prime Video. Yes. Interesting. Well, but, okay, my prediction is I will get Prime Video. I don't know if you will, but ooh. I will. 
because I don't know what the Prime Video situation looks like anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. I know that Netflix has giant holes in places that are not the U.S. Yeah. Uh, and not only is it giant holes, but it's sometimes that it's on a different provider. Like you can watch it on something else there. Like this show that I can watch on Netflix, you can watch on a different thing. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I know sometimes that's a thing that happens too. Yeah. So, yeah. No, there are multiple examples of that. But yeah. um, uh, so let's weird. touch on the music bit briefly because mm -hmm. they had a nice clip of someone sharing a Wolf Alice song and listening along with it to their friend, with their friend. Mm -hmm. Um. I really like Apple trying to bring back the listening party. That kind of makes me happy. I dig it. Sure, we're here for it. Um, again, I can imagine music in a way is easier to get this right than TV. Because, mm -hmm. like, you know, the syncing problems are probably going to be a little bit less cumbersome to overcome, I would guess. Yeah. Um, and Sending audio is a very different game than sending audio and video that happens right, to, exactly. to a bunch of people at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that sounds, I think that's good. Um, mm -hmm. I think it will be fun. I think it will save that kind of, oh, we're middle in the middle. I don't think that, I think as people, hopefully she says, desperately hoping, come back together again and do stuff together again properly. Yes. Um, I think, you know, this the kind of thing that would have appealed six, nine months ago might actually really not appeal. Like people mm -hmm. don't want to do Zoom quizzes anymore kind of vibe. Precisely. Um, but I can see in music people going, oh, have you just heard this song? What do you think? Like in the mm. course of a normal phone conversation, oh, let me just share it with you now. Yeah. I, I can see that kind of thing happening. And I like that Apple is integrating that into its whole mm -hmm. kind of. Yeah. It's an extension of what you can do with messages now, uh, which yeah. is a which is also a recent development where you can send just the bit like I'm going to choose these lyrics and send you just this bit yes, of this yes, song yes, yes. that I really like. Or like it's very easy to share a song or an album over Apple Music, stuff that we, you know, which you and I have done. Yeah. Um, send things back and forth like, hey, check this out. Or this is a song I really like. Or, you know, this yeah. is my favorite by this band, that sort of thing. Um, that's That's been sort of interesting yeah. uh, as a as a sharing mechanism. So being able to just go, no, here, let's listen to it. And you can, you know, I can tell you the thing about it or you can tell me what you think or whatever. Like being able to do that together, I think is cool. Um, I agree with you that there's going to be a huge lack of interest in things that coordinate virtually for the next few months. But I think I think it's going to swing that way. And then if you we're can see the video, somewhere... I'm just sitting here with every sort of possible <laughs> limb crossed. It's. I think it's going to swing way the um, like I'm allergic to anything that requires online interaction. But then I think we'll come back to somewhere in between. Yeah. And like in and between look, no, 2019 think... and 2020 is where we're going to find ourselves for the most part. Probably. So that is the yeah. Case with most and, and yeah, there are obviously examples. You know, we've joked about watching TV together from opposite That's sides of joking. the Atlantic. We're totally going to do it. <laughs> um, or like people i was about to tell the story actually of when i watched star wars for the first time in life what tweet texted you throughout it but let's not do that because we've got to come to the end of the show that's but, too bad because it's amazing and i can't wait to continue to do that anyway um but it's you know there are you know not everyone lives close to their friends and family or within right. very easy distance and there are some things we've learned that can still be fun that you can still do fun virtually and so I think Apple has done in the media space has has opened that up a bit. Yes. Um, I think 
what you said right at the top of this discussion that it is a little bit too late and probably should have been in iOS 14 if they could have pulled it off mm-hmm. or 14.5 like it could have been you know something over Christmas as we all spent another holiday home alone yeah I think like that probably that would have been nice probably would have made this a much more exciting and useful media yes. consumption prospect yes getting to watch the sound of music with my mom over Christmas kind even of though vibe. we weren't in the same house anymore would have been great exactly yes um well the hills aren't alive but <laughs> it's t- we, we do have to end the show so so long farewell I'll feel you saying exactly um thank you so much for joining me kelly everyone should know where they can keep up with you but remind them quickly uh well you can find me on twitter as verso and the rest of the time you can find me five days a week over at the mac observer daily observations podcast where i talk to charlotte and various other members of the mac observer staff about the news of the day um i'm at charlotte a henry i may be a be allowed back next week after the terrible sound of music references if i am i look forward to you joining me then <laughs>